0: Warning, this podcast may be disturbing to some listeners. Due to the graphic nature, listener discretion is advised. Welcome from wherever you are. This is the Demon Inside Podcast. I'm your host, John Benham. If you would like to review another episode of the Demon Inside, you can go to Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and any podcast platform. And please... Don't forget to subscribe and rate us with five stars. A new episode will come out once a week. from our sponsors. And welcome back to The Demon Inside. Hello, my Demon Insiders, and welcome back to The Demon Inside. I'm your host, John Venom. And today we're going to be doing the story of Yuri Graham. Now, his real name is Yerushka but I've been having trouble trying to say that, so we're going to call him Yuri. One of his friends called him Yuri. So uh, He was born uh, April 5th, 1973. 48 at the time of this incident, which was in May 10th, 2021. Uh, usually what I do is I try to find news articles, things like that, and with this one, I actually found the police report. So I'm going to be doing a lot of this from the police report itself because the police report is a first account from a police officer. And it's more reliable. And because after a while, you know, some of these news medias, they start mixing things up. And I want to get it straight from the investigators. Whenever I can find police uh, paperwork, I'll do that. Or even like um, autopsy reports and things of that nature. So this happened in Colorado Springs and on this date there was a fire at a house and the cottage that was behind the main house was actually on fire. Neighbors saw it started calling 911 and the fire department uh, got there and they put out the fire. So, after they put out the fire, they were looking around, and they found underneath a tarp was a elderly woman who had been beaten, stabbed, and they didn't know at the time, but choked, and she was dead. She was underneath a tarp, which had other things on it, and I I'm assuming the guy that started the fire was trying to burn the body as well, but... I don't know, it's really confusing to me because usually people try to burn the body, but this body was actually outside of the cottage, it wasn't inside. But this whole thing doesn't make sense anyway, unless you look at it from a demon inside standpoint. Now, FYI, for those of you that are true crime people, I'm going to give you the crime of what's going on, but there's also going to be a lot of spiritual stuff on this one. I know I was trying not to do this, but whenever you talk about demons and things like that of that nature, sometimes you just can't help it. And today we're going to be talking about crystals, And you'll see why in a minute. So after the police put out the fire, uh, they started doing their little investigation. They called the police. The police came. They sealed off the area and they started uh, asking the witnesses, are people that lived in the neighborhood who they believed it could have been? Well, they start saying that it was a woman, uh, Miss Graham, who was in her 70s, I believe, at the time, and that she also lived with her son, who was, of course, Yuri. So, as they were doing their investigation, And it's really crazy, but on the other side of town, okay, there was another 911 call. Actually, several people were calling, and they were reporting that there was a truck that was trying to hit a man, and as he was trying to hit the man, he was also hitting parked cars, So the police responded to that area. By the time they got there, he wasn't in the area anymore. He had actually gone to a different area. They ended up finding him, okay? And when they got there, they got him out of the vehicle, but the cops, uh, this guy had a pipe in his hand. So in one hand, he has a pipe. On the other, he has... Not a crucifix, but the Jesus that goes on the crucifix, and he was trying to hit the police. He actually throws the pipe at one of the police officers. Now, I'm going to read this straight from the file because this is important to us and what we do here. So, at 20.05 hours, a responding patrol sergeant arrived on scene and located the suspect vehicle and a suspect, who was later identified as Yurishka Graham, Yuri. Yuri was highly agitated. He was in a highly agitated state and threw a metal pole in the direction of the sergeant. Yuri made numerous statements about God and Jesus and charged at the sergeant while threatening to kill him. Multiple, listen to this, guys, multiple uses of a taser were ineffective in controlling Yuri, and Yuri engaged in a protracted, violent struggle with the additional officers who arrived. Remember, we talk about superhuman strength whenever somebody's possessed. And when you get hit with a taser, guys, I don't care who you are, you go down. This guy didn't go down with several uh, uh, hits with the taser, multiple. So they finally get him down, they arrest him, and they transport him to the hospital. They believed that he was possibly under the influence of... Of some sort of drug narcotic alcohol and or some sort of chemical agent we've heard this before haven't we see this is what I don't like about the police is that they start they see what is happening and right away they go to illegal drugs or drunk or something like of that nature sometimes and I got forgive me but sometimes people are just sick some people lose their minds some people are on medications i mean it could be a number of things but these the cops always go to that okay so when they were doing their investigation they were doing the follow-up investigation related to yuri they started asking around the foothills of farmway and sword dancers drive this is where he was located and they started asking for video and photographs of Yuri during the extended incident. They found in the videos and in the photos Yuri was in possession of a crucifix and was waving it at people while yelling Yahweh. Remember that, Yahweh. So he was challenging people to fight him and telling people to kill themselves it appeared that the metal Jesus figurine had broken from the crucifix at some time during the incident. Yuri was ultimately arrested for charges on attempted murder assault in the second degree of a of a peace officer. He was also it was also menacing criminal mischief resisting arrest and driving under the influence now remember driving under the influence doesn't mean that he was on drugs Or that he was drinking, they're just stating that this is what they think happened to him. All of these charges were related to the incident that occurred in North Colorado Springs. Yuri consented to a blood draw, and they don't have the results on this, so I don't know what it was, and I actually looked for it and couldn't find it. Now, Yuri later on says that he has done drugs uh, and I'm assuming he had said math or something along those lines, which I, okay, that's great. But you'll see here in a minute why that is very important to me. So after he was released from the hospital, the police tried to interview him and he wasn't really talking to anybody. And so they put him in prison And they took pictures of him. They did fingernail clippings. They did all that stuff that they were supposed to do. Well, by this time, they found out that his mom was dead and that he was possibly a number one suspect of it because the detectives were able to observe a red-colored substance on his brown leather shoes that had an appearance consistent with blood. Yuri also had multiple abrasions, small puncture marks, and contusions on various places of his body. ...but did not have any wounds that appeared to be actively or heavily bleeding. So in the early morning of 5-11-2021... ...crime scene investigators determined... ...or were unable to determine the specific cause of the fire in the cottage. But the body was between the cottage and the detached garage and beneath a tarp that had several items stacked on the tarp. I don't understand this because most people would try to put the body in the place where they're doing the fire, but he didn't do that. He left her uh, under a tarp, and he turned the shack on fire. It was kind of like he wanted to be caught, I guess. It just it didn't make any sense to me that he would um, burn the cottage for the fire department to show up so that they could discover the body. So we know that he's not in his right mind for sure. Now remember, for me, a demon wants to ruin people's lives. And this is one of those ways. So they asked a witness, Lori Osbat, who knows Yuri, and Osbat stated that on 5/10/2021 20, around 12:44 uh, p.m. she started receiving phone calls from Yuri and the records indicated that of course you know she had at least 5 fo- five times phone calls uh, she spoke with Yuri she said that during the short conversations he told her he never got to know me and oh no sister it's too late then the witness, Ms. Ospot, also said that's also said that he had sent her several text messages, and one of those, a couple of those text messages was, Yuri, I don't understand, are you mad at me, because he's, you know, he wasn't really responding, and then he replied to this response of Yuri, I didn't understand, are you mad at me? He replied, OG stands for Original God, Baby Jesus Grandson. Now, do you know me? Last chance, but your soul. Now, I have no clue what that means, but these delusions usually go. uh, Like I've always said in other shows, when you're delusional like this, why can't it be Smurfs? Why can't it be, you know, like Roadrunner, uh, Bugs Bunny? They go to God, they go to demons, they go to, you know, spiritual stuff. And I'm thinking, most adults know about demons. Most adults know about God. They know about Jesus. And once you put that in somebody's head, they're going to go with that. So what was the cause for him to do that? So let me tell you, you're going to like this, guys. So, when he was in prison, he was talking to a guy and he said that he had killed his mother. Of course, when the police tried to interview him again, he didn't want to talk. He didn't say nothing. So, they started recording his um, his phone calls that were going out. And... But before that happened they actually found at the house where the where the lady was at they found a journal that he had been writing in and there was bible verses and religious writings on it and a page specifically dated 510 2021. 20, there was a signature of Yuri Graham Trevino with handwriting below indicating and this is from the police report and I quote this is what he wrote day of salvation, born again, in quote. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hey guys, now it's time for the uber shout out. And today I have, well, first off, Shannon sent me an email, my true demon insider, and she told me that her and her nurse friends get together. Uh, during the breaks and they listen to my show that's freaking amazing I, I love that you guys are first responders. I love that you guys are nurses, that you all are helping people. I just wanted to send a shout-out to you guys. Uh, for you guys and anybody else out there that's a first responder or nurse or doctor or fireman or policeman, I really do appreciate it, Shannon, and, and her, your friends. Uh, I would love to hear from everybody. If you'd like, uh, again, send me, you know, um, emails or whatever Shannon found me so I'm pretty sure you know you guys can find me uh, tell your friends about it and everything and then the other uber shout out is to Julian and me and Julian were almost to his house he almost got away without listening to my demon inside pitch and we were probably like two or three blocks away and I we started talking about the show and I started slowing down And, you know, he wanted to find it, and he actually looked it up on his phone and found it. And I told him that I would send him a shout-out. So, Julian, this is your shout-out, brother. Uh, I hope you're doing well. So, take care, guys, and back to the show. And welcome back to The Demon Inside. There was a signature that appeared to be of different handwriting... Now listen to that. There was signature that appeared to be different handwriting. The only reason I rephrase that, because if you're not in your right frame of mind, your muscle memory is still going to be the same. This wasn't his muscle memory this was something else and in there there was a writing there was letters there was an MA MA and FAG and it's not relating to gay people so don't get all offended but the remainder of the name was not readable in addition to the religious writings there were several writings regarding drug use one page contained what appeared to, to be a do list uh, and number three indicated NARC in a go-to first meeting. So he was actually going to start going to drug meetings, which I believe. So because of that, he, they started uh, re- listening to his phone calls that were from prison. And he had contacted this guy. I mean, you know, it was basic. Hey, can you check on the house? Can you make sure that nobody goes in? Da-da-da-da-da. But when he was talking to his father, James Merring, and he had asked him, first he had asked him about his mom, if she was okay. And, I mean, he had killed her, but he was still asking her, asking his dad, you know, if she was okay. Yuri... When he found out that his mother, now listen to this, Mr. Maring, when he was speaking about attorneys and asked, is my mother still alive, Mr. Maring indicated that she was not, and Yuri emotionally reacted for a brief time before changing the topic to how communication could be accomplished in jail. During this conversation, and here we go, check this out. Yuri indicated that he had recently been talking to a neighbor named Marion and indicated that Marion is actually a demon. Yuri indicated that on the night of Mother's Day, he had been talking to Marion, who he believed to be a Christian, and they had been talking about the Bible together. He said that he had stayed at Marion's house until five o'clock in the morning, and Marion then told him that they needed to do something with the crystal which she indicated would flush the demon out of him. Yuri stated, and I quote, And that was the switch. That's what put the demon into me. That's when I went nuts. End quote. Later in the conversation, Yuri indicated that he was having a tough time, and there was no one he could talk to except Jesus about what was going on. Now, now, According to Yuri he had gone to this lady and talked to her about this dark spirit or dark feeling that he had and he needed he said I need help she gave him a crystal and this crystal he says is what gave him the demon And I have a news thing that I'm going to play for you right now. And thanks for staying with us. I'm Bart Bedsoul.
1: And I'm Mallory Anderson, new at 430. I've known him for almost 10 years. This could not be more shocking to me. A Colorado Springs man charged with killing his mother will now undergo a psychological evaluation to determine if he's competent to stand trial.
0: Yurashka Graham was back in court today, and tonight 13 investigates is hearing from the woman he claims put a demon inside him before allegedly murdering his mom. Investigative reporter Sean Rice spoke with her and was in the courtroom today. Sean? Yeah,
1: Bart Mallory, court documents reveal Yarashka Graham has admitted to killing his mother in a jail conversation six months ago. He was just ordered to undergo a competency evaluation. Now, a woman who Graham accused of putting a demon inside him days before the alleged murder, well, she tells 13 Investigates that's not what happened. On March 28th, 48-year-old Urashka Graham was arrested for killing his mother, Teresa Graham, placing her body under a tarp and then setting her home on fire. An autopsy report obtained by 13 investigates reveals the El Paso County coroner says her death was a result of blunt and sharp forced injuries with strangulation. In total, she had been stabbed over a dozen times. In the 12-page affidavit, investigators detail a jail phone call where Urashka says a friend named Marion Fagan allegedly put a demon inside him days before his mother was killed. Recently, 13 investigates went to Fagan's home to ask her about the accusation. He was distressed and we prayed and I said, as I always say, the best thing I can do for you is pray. When officers interviewed Fagan, she says she gave Urashka a crystal ball to, quote, help clear himself because things were weighing on him. was no crystal ball. I have no crystal ball. If I had a crystal ball, I don't know how to use it. There it is. And it doesn't work. Graham allegedly said, I want to confess to a crime. I know that I killed my mother. When investigators interviewed Urashka, he told them, I was possessed by a demon. Drugs made me do it. Investigators spoke with Fagan days before Graham was arrested. This is what she told police. He asked me if it was consistent with how I knew Yuri, and I said it absolutely is not. This whole thing is still, it's unthinkable to me. It makes no sense. Graham's defense attorney says the competency evaluation can be completed in the next three to four weeks. He's due back in court next month. In the newsroom, Sean Rice, 13 Investigates.
0: All right, Sean, thanks. Okay, so this lady was saying, you know, that she didn't have a crystal ball. It wasn't a crystal ball. Maybe if the news guy would have asked her if it was a crystal stone, that might have been a little bit different because they're two different things. And a lot of people don't understand that there's different things that cause different... If you have a crystal that is trying to keep evil entities away from you and this crystal breaks, it's said that the crystal took the hit and you're not supposed to put it back on anymore because it's already damaged and you should bury it in the ground back in the earth. A lot of people don't know that. Now... There was numerous people uh, that had said that he had this interaction with Marion from his job site when the police were talking to them, and according to him, he had told these people that she had him possessed by a demon because of this crystal. So the police go and talk to Miss Fagan, and this is really weird to me because I understand if they went and talked to him because they were trying to find out what state of mind Yuri was in. But they were actually asking her about these religious-like crystals and stuff like that. And so she said that she was able to remember that he had come to her house one night, very late at night, to discuss the Bible. She said she was surprised to learn during the interaction with Yuri he was not a Christian because he had always referred to her as sister and she took that as a mean that he was probably a Christian as she frequently shares her Christian faith with others. So Miss Fagan said that during the interaction Yuri had accepted Jesus based on instruction from her on what he needed to do. So she told him that he was a Christian now and she told him what to do so Of course, the police officer asked him, what did you tell me what happened? So she recalled that she had given Yuri a crystal stone, a crystal stone that was meant to help clear himself. As she remembered that he was distressed about his past. Ms. Fagan explained that she has stones that she believes can be used for medical interventions, similar to how people would use herbs or holistic healings. She said that the stones did not interfere with her faith because God created the stones, and therefore she believed that they could be used to help people. Miss Fagan recalled that she had given Yuri a smoky quartz stone that is meant to pull the negatives of a person. She said she then had Yuri place his hands underwater, which was a psychological means to washing that crap down the drain. So, Miss Fagan did recall that Yuri seemed angry or violent. At that, he did not seem violent or angry at any time during the interaction. She said the, in, in, the initial react, interaction and uh, uh, in their relationship it was just from a spiritual realm. So let me let me explain this to you guys. This lady, Miss Fagan, she is actually a spiritual healer, Uh, she does the card readings and things like that, and I believe that sometimes these quartz or these uh, stones that they say can take away the evil was actually, maybe it did, maybe it had already taken away some evil somewhere, and it was put back into the stones at the store, and she bought it, and she gave it to him, and it was actually infected. Now, for those of you that are true crime people, y'all are like, what the hell are you talking about? So, basically, for me, this guy, now, according to neighbors, they had said that the mother was in fear for her life from the father. Because they were separated, they were divorced or something along those lines. So, could it have been that the father came, killed the mother, put her under the tarp, Uh, maybe the fire happened by accidents? I don't believe in coincidences or accidents, but let's just say there was a short or something and it started burning that thing. Uh, Yuri gets home, sees his mother dead, freaks out, and goes on a rampage. Now, for those of you that are spiritual, why did he have a crucifix? Why did he say that he was possessed? Why did he go by this crystal? I don't believe in the power of crystals. I believe that certain elements maybe can help you spiritually. But when it comes to overall everything, it's God that helps demons will try to trick you we've gone over this demons will try to make you feel like you know you're doing good when you're not so this guy uh, they finally said that he was sane. Uh, I never got the report on his drugs but from what I had read it looked like he wanted to go into a drug rehab and this was before all this happened. So I'm assuming maybe he wasn't doing drugs at the time. But the police, once they hear drugs, it's done. That's what they go for. That's what they think it is. And they don't care, you know, if the guy had been clean for the last year or 10 days or 20 days or whatever. This guy was certain and adamant and told people around him that this lady. Gave him that demon, put that demon in him. He accepted that demon through this quartz, through this, you know, stone. And because of that, three days after he accepted it, he ended up killing his mother. I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's a clear indication that maybe demon possession, he's telling you straight out. I had a demon in me now how do I know he had a demon in him when he was in prison he started to read the Bible and he felt evil heaviness leave his body and that's the last time he felt or thought of evil things. That's when he started remembering everything that happened. That's when he remembered that he killed his mother. That's when he tells everybody, I did it. I am so sorry. He didn't try to go for the insanity plea. He didn't try to go for uh, anything. He accepted his fate. He accepted his responsibilities. So they went to trial. He pled guilty, got 33 years. I believe this demon killed his mother and put him in jail. And if there was a defense, and not only a defense, but if people actually believed in demons, they would have probably let this guy go because he was possessed. Now, am I saying that everybody that I think is possessed should not go to prison no because they accepted this demon in one way or another he didn't accept the demon he was listening to this lady's advice and saying that he was accepting God in his life but she was giving him a demon through the crystals so what do you think guys Christos, good or bad You know what? Hit me up on Facebook, uh, The Demon Inside. If you're not part of the group, go ahead and and put the group chat on there. Uh, If not, go to The Demon Inside. Uh, I got pretty much The Demon Inside all social media. If you guys can't find it, you know what? Go to Google, hit The Demon Inside podcast. You have to put podcast, guys, because I I learned this a while back. If you don't put podcast at the end of The Demon Inside you're going to come out with all kinds of other junk. So thanks, guys, for listening. I will talk to you next week. Don't forget to subscribe to the Demon Inside podcast on any podcast platform. A new episode of the Demon Inside will be released every week. Let us know what you think of the episode on all our social media platforms. If you have any questions or comments, go to at gmail.com or click on the link down below. We would love to hear from you. And to become a Demon Insider, go to our website, thedemoninsidepodcast.com. We thank you for listening and hope you will join us next week for a new Demon Inside Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell your friends. I am John Venom, and I'll see you next time, if I don't get possessed. The Demon Inside was written and created by James Porter. It is a production of Venomous Entertainment. Background music is by Lucas King. And the title song, Demon Inside, was produced by Rice Prober, composer-lyricist Peter Shelley, and performed by Conjure One.